You waiting for something, miss? I'll run an errand for ye. Very right price, course. Glancing sideways, Clemency set disdainful eyes on the young scruff who had crept up to her. Go away, Sammy Juliff. Why should I? As always, in the miner's son's avid expression, there was cheek and challenge. Because I told you to. Clemency did not have regard for the undersized, shoeless brat dressed in filthy clothes, his skin blotchy and his long hair greasy and ratty. His upper lip was plastered with days' worth of grimy nose effluence, and he smelled like a drain. He shifted directly in front of her, his dirt-ingrained hands on his ripped shirt front, to display bloodied knuckles, his way of boasting he'd won a recent scuffle, either with one of his warring siblings or another village boy, someone he had deliberately provoked, no doubt. There's no need to be like that, miss. Why are you being like that? Who's only been civil to, eh? Ignoring him still, although keeping wary, Clemency returned. You've never known a civil moment in your life, Sammy Juliff, and you can't be trusted one jot. There's no point in you lingering here. You don't bother me at all, and you've got as much chance of stealing something from me as you'll have of not getting your ears boxed if you don't disappear this very instant. Stuck up, mare. Sammy gagged up a huge ball of spit and projected it expertly on the ground below the granite step, inches from the hem of Clemency's bell-shaped skirt. It was just one of his alarming varieties of disgusting habits, which included relieving himself in public. He peppered his next words with vulgarities. All in a shop don't make you no lady, nor none of your finery. You aren't much, only think you are cause the squire's got the heat for ye. Might have been some bluish blood in your lot back along, but it's got mixed up with thieves, gyps, and madmen. There was an old woman of yours who saw it in the mines and the future. Witchery, my father calls it. And your father was a rotten murdering oarmonger. You kibbles should all be sent off on the convict ships. You should... Clemency let the boy spew out his spite. The reference to her late father was true, and it was hurtful, but she was strong enough not to let it bother her publicly. People across the narrow street from her, all neat and reputable sorts, some carrying stuff to take to Church Field, where the festival was being held from eleven o'clock, paused and listened, while shaking their heads and tutting. The Julefs, this boy, his oft-drunken father, his trollop banshee of a mother, and the rest of the obnoxious brood, were a blight on Marion. Clemency's shop adjoined the New Oak Hotel, owned by Logan, who was one of her brothers. If Logan heard the boy's increasingly vile abuse, he would thrash him soundly. Hello, Abe. Clemency waved to a young man, pushing a handcart her way. Clear off, Sammy! Abe Deverell yelled with grim meaning. A Juleff only understood threats. Or I'll tan your rotten little hide! Can't make me go, and you couldn't cash me anyhow, you bloody cripple! As suddenly as the boy had appeared, he shot off. Sammy was sharp and clever. Abe Deverell had been a miner until he was badly injured in an underground accident, but he was still strong and a Cornish wrestling champion, perfectly able to mete out a little just punishment where he saw fit. From a safe distance, 
Sammy turned round and used both his hands in an insulting gesture to Abe. Clemency decided to give Sammy Julef no more thought. She came from a powerful, protective family, and although the Julefs harassed and sometimes terrorised others, they knew better than to repeatedly offend a kivel. She hoped the Julefs would keep in line at the festival. Abe now made his living doing odd jobs. An only surviving child, he was much admired for his good humour and his dedicated support to his elderly, feeble parents. Three years ago, Abe had saved the lives of two local girls, one about to be married to Logan Kivel, when Clemency and Logan's crazed father had tried to murder them in a cruel act of arson. Abe had declined Logan's offer of financial support, preferring to go his way, but he allowed Logan and Clemency and their large extended family to get...